Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! Alright, we just saw... Uh the earth i'm with joel and Laco, the horror boys hi the horror boys and on the count of three we will give our one to ten rating of in the earth one two three six point seven oh we're all like almost on the money yeah we're in the we're in the realm we're we're so Laco is a seven joel is a seven mm-hmm. i'm a 6.5 is that right yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I feel I feel like I wasn't surprised that you guys were right on track with me. I think I feel like there was a lot about this movie's like um vibe and like things about it that I liked and found really interesting. But was I blown away? I don't know. In terms of like a horror movie or a sci-fi, I guess it was kind of sci- more sci-fi than I realized. Right. Uh, thriller, sci-fi thriller, I guess, you know. Um definitely some horror elements. Mm-hmm. Not jumpy at all. There's like no, no. jump scares. No. no, I I thought there was gonna be a little more. Um the trailer definitely sold it more like that. Um which it, trailers are bound to do. Yeah. Um but I don't think like so the thing I was gonna say before the podcast that I saved myself from saying is that on Hulu when, when this stopped playing, I wonder if any of you had this experience. Uh, Possessor came on oh. our, our last <laughs> our last podcast. It was real. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. I have two movies in mind that this. I, I guess it's not the perfect combination. I feel like a third movie might round it out better. But I have two movies that I feel like if you combine them, it equals in the earth, which are uh, Annihilation and Midsummer. I knew it. I, I thought, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no, yeah, I, I almost yeah. like wanted to guess, but I didn't want to talk over you. I thought the same thing, like while we were watching it, or like when I was watching it, I was like, it's Annihilation and Midsummer. <laughs> the pagan stuff from Midsummer for sure. Like right. the like sewing things into people's bodies, like, right. uh, like all that, like twiggy ritual stuff. Um, and like the drug, the trippy stuff from that as well. And then Annihilation, the kind of more existential, like the synths, the synths being a big part of the soundtrack. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. I yeah, it was cool. cool. Yeah. I liked how the scientist was like, here, I'm doing my audio experiments. And then she's just doing some analog synth <laughs> stuff. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're playing this seriously, I guess. Cool. That was maybe my favorite scene was the the first scene when um, they're running from Zach and they stumble into the lighting yeah. situation and the music mm-hmm. really like kicks up and it's just like Zach with an axe standing mm-hmm. in the middle of like all these like, you know, strobe lights. That was the coolest scene, I think, in the movie. I mm-hmm. I, I really dug that. Right. Yeah, I I thought of a third movie, David. 
the third movie that I that I think of is um, Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh, <laughs> interesting. For two, for two reasons. It, there was like a little bit of like a low budget thing going on. Like it seemed uh-huh. like, you know, like besides the visual effects, which clearly like must have cost them some money and, you know, they, they looked expensive. Um, the movie itself, you know, pretty straightforward camping gear in the woods running around mm-hmm. low bu- low budget horror kind yeah. of. um it, it, not found footage but almost you know mm-hmm. and then um which was like safety not guaranteed in a way they mumble core you know? mm-hmm. um and then also the whole like uh the the plot that he was like in love or like an ex he was dating the girl in the woods and that, like, you know, maybe the girl who went out there with him was like, but, like, we're bonding, like, come with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there was definitely, like, didn't that feel, that felt like a thing, you know? Like, that was, like, yeah. I was not expecting from this movie, like, a con- like it wasn't super emphasized, but there was definitely, like, a, like, I don't know, was he, like, I don't understand, like, how he was dating some girl who's, like, in the woods and writing her letters. Like, I have a lot of questions about, like, what was happening before this movie started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my main complaint about it is that I didn't understand most of what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the virus at all. Nope. Yeah, no. I was I trying to... There was, like, a description on Hulu that said virus. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a pandemic movie. <laughs> I mean, was it like I, I have no it, idea? It was. It was. I had to check, and it was filmed during COVID. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Are they just talking about the virus, like the COVID? Like, but I don't think. No, I think it was a different sort of virus. But yeah, they just yeah. Yeah, I think it was a yeah a different reality. Like you know there was and but you're spot on with annihilation because it's like they're going into this zone i definitely got mm-hmm. a lot of annihilation and also the you know like low budget annihilation like he had mm. there was that obelisk yeah. and the mist not like a uh lighthouse that had been mutated by you know like with mm-hmm. all these special effects and stuff um but definitely like in a good way like yeah. use some of those vibes i think i that's a like a genre space that I'm like really interested with in. And I liked how they combined it with the occult piece. Um, I just, I don't know that the end really like fully capitalized on that. I did let, I assume she like the Alma character got possessed is that what you guys get away from that which is also very annihilation totally right yeah yeah and and kind of midsummer as well (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) midsummer yeah do you guys did you guys laugh at all oh i thought this movie was so funny i i was laughing a lot yeah so that's that's another midsummer connection is i think midsummer is like a very funny horror movie yes um wait first of all laka did you did you like did you think midsummer was funny Yes. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that hilarious. one is like undeniably funny. This is much more subtle, dark right. British humor. Um, but Martin is like this constantly put upon victim <laughs> yes. of like yeah. complete like torture. Like first, it's like the, the, the stitches, and oh. then like oh, like we gotta. Uh, what is the second thing he does? 
Because he just chopped, yeah, chopped chop his toes off. <laughs> that scene like, was agonizing. Oh, it hurts, but it's fine. It's it's fine. Like hospital. Like I actually would prefer that you didn't cut off my toes. And then, like that whole like yeah, they just make that scene so much longer than it needed to be. And then all right, time to cauterize your feet. Like so, he just like every single <laughs> yeah. time. It's like the looks he gives. Like really again, um, but it's so subtle. Um, but yeah, I kept laughing at those. Yeah. The one part of that, it's connected to that, that I did think was funny and I forgot about is at the end when Zach dies and he goes, you need to take <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Zach was funny too. He, he Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a good, a good comic sensibility. Yeah, his energy was really good. And, and that makes, I don't know if you guys have seen other movies by Ben Wheatley. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have you guys seen Sightseers too? Yes, that one's so. That's like a like a pitch black comedy. Yeah, it's it, so Dave. The whole the whole movie is that like this couple goes on a trip. I kind of can't even remember, but they basically like just keep killing people, okay. like, yeah. and and they kind of like shrug it off. Like it, it, it's very funny, but also like you know disturbing one. You know, yeah. Like, I've only seen Firefight. I think that's the only one I've seen. Or Free Fire. Free Fire. Yeah, I like that right. one too. Yeah. That, yeah. His first He's, movie, I think it's his first movie called Kill List. That's an absolute horror movie and it's just really brutal and really good. But yeah. yeah. That that one's high on my list of movies I want to see and it just hasn't popped up on streaming when I've looked for it, you know. Right. So yeah, he he I think he's like a very, very interesting director. I haven't liked everything that I've seen by him, but I think every one of his movies is worth watching. And and I, I include this on that list. I think yeah. It was really interesting. And I thought the movie did a good job uh, of making you feel disoriented the entire way through. Some yeah. of the camera work. I feel like Dave would know this. There's like crossing the 180 degree line or whatever. I feel like that happens where there's a shot and then a cut to another one. And it's like, I don't understand where I am. Hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. 180 degree rules. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I was actually just criticizing uh, Jill and I right before this were watching uh, Black Widow. And I was, I was criticizing it for breaking axis, which is another way of saying breaking the 180 degree rule. Okay. Yeah. Um, when, and I think in this movie it was intentional and in, mm-hmm. in, in the earth. In Black Widow, I think they're just like, ah, it's a nice shot. Let's break actors. <laughs> just to quickly bring in folks who don't know what we're talking about. If you imagine like a, a line between two people who are talking to each other, um, that's that like that line represents their eye line. Like you can tell they're looking at each other. Um, the only way to be able to consistently tell they're looking at each other is if the camera is consistently on one side of that line. If the camera jumps to the other side, it looks like they're both looking in the same direction as opposed to at each other. Right. Um, and so if you want to make sure your audience follows where people are looking, where they are in the scene without always showing wide shots, you try to keep your camera on one side of that line throughout the scene. Um, and that's a, it's an important rule that I teach my production students and sometimes even Marvel movies don't follow it and it's <laughs> not helpful to following the action at all. Um, but again, you can break that rule intentionally, especially in a, in a like, herky-jerky handheld movie like this and it's part of the aesthetic um and so yeah it's it's one of the many rules that you can break effectively yeah they definitely i mean the visual style even if like you said like even if it looked low budget they did cool things in and around being like 
a low budget. It definitely like felt like they picked it up and did it kind of quickly in the woods during the pandemic. Like that you could tell that, but it seemed like it was done well by people who knew what they were doing and like that shown through in a, in a bunch of scenes. Um, in addition to those like visual effects, which also like added that. Yeah. yeah. I think my last comment is I wished it was a little scarier. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you. Um, yeah. my wife walked in the room right towards the end. I'm trying to think. Ex- oh, you know, at right after he had drank the milk and was like standing next to the stone yeah. and, um, kind of like Zach was on his way. And I, like she walked in the room and I was like, honey, watch out it's about to go bananas right and then it really kind of didn't no. and i was like <laughs> I, I bumped too i agree yeah. i it would have bumped it up to an eight for me if it had been a little bit scarier if i was like anticipating seeing that kind of like demon thing in some i didn't need to see like a weird like monster i just needed to see like there it is like isn't that creepy you know rather than like you know i don't know like yeah. somewhere in those visual effects you couldn't like throw a haunting <laughs> yeah i think so yeah. yeah i agree that it could have been scarier i don't think i would have wanted to like literally see like kind of like the jaws the jaws approach yeah. like i don't think i would have wanted to see that rubber shark anymore than we did um well i like just like low angle shots of trees, like like old naughty trees, like that. I, I appreciated in this context trees feeling really creepy. Like, yeah, what's going yeah. what's going on with those trees? <laughs> um, I never I've never seen um, the Shyamalan movie that has like oh, trees. The, the as, happening. Yeah, yeah, I never saw the happening. I haven't either. But I feel like this is sort of like the the best case scenario for that premise. <laughs> I have seen the happening and I will go on record as saying if if this isn't the best case scenario for that, this is a much better case scenario yeah. than that film. But I wouldn't have wanted to see like the tree like grow a face and have it go like, I have a will, I am a creature. Like I I yeah. liked that it was like ooh, creepily like unclear what what the will of the trees was and yeah. It's like, oh it's a whole network, the whole country is like has a a will and is like we just need to understand it um so yeah i, I guess i don't have any specific notes of what they could have what bang Wheatley could have changed but i agree that i i would have liked to see it taken further somehow yeah yeah i i guess i agree with that i didn't like i mean the way i said it i definitely said i wanted to see a figure but it didn't necessarily have to you know just something to kind of like i mean i don't know i'm kind of like going through my brain of like examples like in midsummer like i mean not midsummer and in, in um, hereditary right you see all those like cult people yeah. like and tree and inanimate trees even though i think the shots were good don't get me wrong and i liked and i really liked the psychedelic shots there was something just like oh so they're tripping and like one lady's gonna trip so hard she gets possessed like <laughs> like I don't, I don't know to me that to like that doesn't frighten me i guess that's what i'm saying it's like i'm frightened by a figure or even more of the threat of a spirit or an entity you know what i mean like kind of yeah 
Yeah, I feel like it was devoid of a lot of horror tropes. And I again, I, I don't, I don't know where I'd stand on that because I I appreciate that it was trying to venture out on its own, not just like find some like cult ritual, like like gore fest to end on. Um, I think that to me that's always felt like the weakest part of Hereditary was just seeing everyone just like go full hardcore like demon ritual scene. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people are just like that's what made the movie like they tied it all together. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think maybe it's just the the non horror <laughs> watcher in me that that wants to see things. Um, avoid the formula because horror movies can be incredibly formulaic. Yeah. Um, shall we reevaluate? Sure. So, Joel and Locke were seven. So I was a six point five. I'm staying at seven. I'm still I'm still at a seven. I think if anything, it might go down. But you know, it it was right in the kind of movie that I like to watch. That it was a strong, solid seven. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'll go up to a seven um, because I, as we were talking about, like, well, how could we make, how could we have made it scarier or more compelling? I was just like, I don't, I don't know. And maybe I didn't. Maybe maybe it's the marketing of this movie as like this is a horror movie, like right. the trailer. Like maybe that's what makes us want it to be that. And maybe Ben Wheatley is just like, fine, if that's how you're going to sell the movie, that's fine. But it's that's not how I see it. Um, so in talking about it in, in, in us working, workshopping a better ending and being like, <laughs> but that would have been worse. And then like, okay, so I think with this budget, um, with trying to see how many cliches he could dodge, I think that this is the, the best movie he could right. turn in. So yeah. he, he made um, a he made a really original movie, and uh, he didn't compromise at all. It certainly didn't look like it. So, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, and I still think, like I said, like even though at the end I was like, oh, that was as scary as it's going to get, and kind of like that there's a little disappointment there, I was still engaged and scared, you know, not scared, but like tense throughout the rest of the movie, and that that's saying something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Also, I think you know the reason, not only the marketing, but we're the horror, we're the horror boys. Like, yeah, we, have, we demand we have horror. To, we demand <laughs> horror. We demand it. And and if we really wanted it, we probably should have watched one of the other movies Joel recommended. But I'm a I'm a wuss, and I I wanted. To. But yeah, that that was, I'm very glad you guys suggested it. I've I've been so out of the loop with movies. It's like in the last year, I'd say. Uh, in the first year of having a kid, I was, you know, a lot of times babies are just grubs that you can just keep an eye on. But when they hit two years or, you know, once they're at a year, um, yeah, I feel like my bandwidth for looking at what movies are coming out and deciding what I want to watch is just not there at all. So appreciate you guys pulling this together. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you got it. No, thanks. for. It's fun. I hope people were spooked. Yeah, I hope people got scared when they listened yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although I somehow doubt it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I'm a, I also had a kid, and the combination of pandemic and being a dad 
just squelches movies. So that I I saw this as an opportunity when it was October. I was like, rally the horror boys, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was I was satisfied, just like Possessor before it. I this is a fun. You know, I think, I think that was the last episode. So we're just like, this has turned into a horror podcast. <laughs> no, whatever it takes to keep this going. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah, we're going to see how many more horror movies we can see because I don't <laughs> I don't know how, how else I'll be keeping this podcast going without the, go. the engine yeah. of Joel and Laco. <laughs> All right. Fun, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.